0: Everyone, welcome back to the Animus of the Newscast. Your favorite host with the most. i the bomb, and it is Friday. Fr- well, it's Saturday because you're listening to this on Saturday. But anyway, it's October eighteenth, twenty nineteen, and I'm here to bring you the news. Uh, I'm feeling, oh, I'm feeling better, but I'm still like coughing a lot. It's fucking. Oh my god, it's making me so bad, But anyway. I got some non-anime news. And then I got some anime news. We'll take a little break in between. And I got, like, kind of a... Like, not an opinion piece at the end, but kind of... Well, yeah, kind of, like, actually, like, an opinion piece at the end. Um, Just something I want to talk about with, like, keeping retro stuff alive and things like that. Um, Just because, like, I feel like this is kind of an okay place to talk about it. Because a lot of retro stuff is nerdy stuff, you know? So i think it'd be kind of cool including anime stuff too so i just want to like share some of my thoughts about some of that stuff because i always get like made fun of for it you know and it's just like ah, it's stupid anyway i'll tell you about that when we get there how about that um let's fucking do it though shall we let's get into the non-anime news and then we'll get into the anime news like always okay uh, El Camino came out last week, I think, and it has already topped 8 million viewers already. Um, I've heard from some peeps in the Discord, um, like the owner, shout out to the owner. He said it was okay. He kind of just said it was like, I mean, it's like what fans wanted, so they made it kind of thing. It was all right. You know, Didn't really they didn't really need it. I And, it, you know, maybe it's one of those, I haven't seen it yet, but maybe it's one of those things where it's like, they kind of relied on the fact that they knew people wanted to see it, and that's how they were going to top that many views. But, you know, with, within a week, it, it topped 8.2 million. Within 24 hours, it topped 2.6 million. So, I mean, that's pretty good, you know. But I have yet to watch it. Maybe I'll get a chance to watch it this weekend, hopefully. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. That's That's a lot. Uh, in the next Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker, Daisy Ridley promises Raylo is directly addressed in Rise of the Skywalker. Um, ever since The Last Jedi, fans have been shipping Ray and Kylo Ren and shipping them hard. Um, and apparently Daisy Ridley spoke in an interview saying um, that it is going to be something that is addressed in the latest film and the, the, the third of the trilogy. Of the new Skywalker saga. Speaking of the rise of Skywalker, people dropped, uh, they they dropped some new promotional photos of Carrie Russell's character. Um, she is going to be playing a character named Zori Bliss, a new character played by Carrie Russell, is a perfect example. Russell and Lucasfilm have released hints about Bliss here and there, but for for the most part, they have been ambiguous. Um, her helmet almost looks like the Slave One like the actual ship that Boba Fett like <laughs> drives it literally looks like the slave one in helmet form and she's like wearing that helmet. I don't know, I don't know if they don't say she's a bounty hunter or nothing but I'm just saying that's what the helmet looks like. But it looks fucking cool. They do say that she's an old friend of uh, Poe Dameron and that she's not to be aligned with either the First Order or the Resistance and that we'll have connections in the galaxy's criminal underworld. So that kind of does make it seem like she could be a bounty hunter. You know, that could be kind of cool. So, I mean, I'm excited. The character looks fucking cool. Uh, in the Batman in Matt Reeves, the Batman movie that's coming up with, uh, Robert Pattinson. It was said that Jonah Hill was going to play, be playing the villain. And apparently there were rumors that Seth Rogen was going to be the penguin. Uh, that is no longer true. Um, Or it was never true to begin with. Uh, That was just a rumor, and Seth Rogen was like, no, that's not happening. And apparently, Jonah Hill is no longer in talks to be part of the film either. So I have no idea what's happening over there. The DC, you know, film universe is kind of all over the place. I mean, I'm excited to see Robert Pattinson's Batman, though. But in terms of like where it fits everywhere else and who's playing who and who's not. It's just kind of like, get yo shit together, yo. Uh, This is kind of a big thing right here. Uh, Kevin Feige promoted to chief creative officer over all of Marvel. So that's pretty cool. Um, Kevin Feige, he's directed a lot of the the, the later films in the MCU. And he's brought us the most comic accurate versions of the superheroes that the visual medias have ever seen. Um, He's a true fan of the characters. I mean, it makes a lot of sense and he is now the cco chief creative officer over all the marvel studios so i mean i I trust that the one thing that i kind of feel weird about is that after avengers endgame i'm almost like kind of done with it you know what i mean like i don't want to i think they should just leave it but obviously cash grab you know they have all these series coming out on disney plus and all the new movies coming out and I'm excited to see those like I want to see them the other Doctor Strange and um, Thor Love and Thunder like I want to see all them don't get me wrong but it's just like I don't know it's, it's kind of like what else can you do and what's the next thing you can bring you know um, it's kind of it, it's it seems to be like I'm afraid it's gonna be over ambitious and they're just gonna fuck it up and they might die out in a weird way I don't know but we'll see now that Kevin Feige's is CCO we'll see. We'll see. It could be cool. Speaking of Marvel, Venom's director says a crossover with Tom Holland is happening. From the moment Sony Pictures announced the development of a feature film all about Eddie Brock, the Marvel Comics character who becomes possessed by an extraterrestrial entity known as Venom, fans have been fantasizing about the day when he and Peter Parker would face off on the big screen. Uh, Those dreams continued on even more passion with the theatrical launch of Venom, starring Tom Hardy. Kevin Feige hinted that Holland's Spider-Man and Hardy's Venom might share the screen in an upcoming movie. Um, Now that Spider-Man and Sony have struck back their deal, I mean, hopefully that's the case, but I didn't think that it was going to go to the point where Tom Hardy's Venom was going to be part of it because I thought that was still going to be, like, its own thing. You know, it wasn't Marvel Studios, so I I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. That would be really cool. I would not mind seeing that. I still haven't seen Venom. I heard it's a really fun movie. But, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Matrix Four. Neil Patrick Harris lands a role in the latest installment. Dude, I don't even know what else to say about that other than that. it's Neil Patrick Harris in a Matrix movie. God, that is gonna be fucking cool. That is gonna be sweet. Um, that's gonna be fucking awesome. John Krasinski reportedly set to write and direct new film to star in alongside Ryan Reynolds. Dude, John Krasinski, he's been you know doing some serious shit lately. He's he's doing that that show on uh, is it Amazon? Amazon I think it's Amazon right Jack Reacher or whatever it's called that Tom Clancy show um and then he did uh you know A Quiet Place and he's doing A Quiet Place 2 but apparently he is writing and directing another comedy a new comedy in which he stars alongside Ryan Reynolds that is going to be hilarious I love John Krasinski and I love Ryan Reynolds so hopefully that's going to be pretty fucking cool uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield video game previews new Gigantamax forms. We saw Gigantamax Eevee, Pikachu, and Meowth. Meowth looks like a fucking long cat. Like, his torso is just elongated. Like, if you've ever seen that meme, long cat. That's exactly what Meowth is. And I don't know if they tried to do that on purpose or what. But, like, it looks kind of weird. It looks a little strange. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. But, like, it it's kind of cute. I don't know. But it looks weird. He's, like, this long fucking... Fucking thing. I don't know. Um, Retrobit Gaming. They partnered with Sega and the National Breast Cancer Foundation to release pink Genesis and Saturn controllers. Uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and Retrobit is doing their part. The company has collaborated with both Sega and the National Breast Cancer Foundation to release new pink color Genesis and Saturn controllers. Available for pre order exclusively from limited run games. Through the thirty-first of the month, a portion of the controller's cost will go directly to the NBCF, which will help fight and spread awareness about breast cancer nationwide. That's pretty cool. Um, let me head over to the website and see how much it is. I mean, honestly, it's pretty. There's even oh, I think there's. It looks like there's a Super Nintendo one too. Limited run, yeah. This is a Super Nintendo wireless one. Oh, that's for the um. For the SNES Mini or the PC, I think. But um, these Sega controllers are USB. Oh, 20 bucks. 20 bucks, and a portion of it goes to breast cancer awareness. And that's pretty cool. I mean, I would love to have that for my computer. The Sega Saturn one, too, even. Um, I think the Sega controller even has shul- the shoulder buttons on it, too. So the Sega controller one is, is the six button with shoulder buttons. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, you should check that out, dude. I mean, that's pretty freaking cool. Um Oh, I should have said this earlier. Uh Matt Reeves found the Riddler for the Batman, and that's Paul Dano. If you don't know who Paul Dano is, he was in um There Will Be Blood. He was in um Oh man, he's in a bunch of Oh, he was in He was in Little Miss Sunshine. He played the the older brother kid who like stayed quiet throughout most of the movie. That's Paul Dano. He is going to be the Riddler for the Batman. Matt Reeves Batman. It's pretty cool. Um, after distasteful comment, Bushy Road exec apologizes. Ugh, Bushy Road. Uh, Bushy Road, if you don't know who they are, they're, they do some anime and they make the card games Weiss Schwartz, Victory Spark, um, Buddy Fight, Card Fight Vanguard. Um, they had something like the app game they have called Bang Dream. It's about some idols, some idol dumb shit. um, not a fan of that shit but anyway apparently it was revealed that one of the characters had like a little brother and for some reason that like pissed off fans like that made that made them see her differently or something I don't know it it's kind of stupid it seems kind of really weird that you're going to judge a you know, a character and see her differently because you find out that she has a little brother at the same time. It does seem a little weird that he would just randomly insert that like way later in the the story of the game. But he said that people were, people were kind of like, like saying stuff during a live stream. And he said he tried to address the little brother controversy. And when discussing the in-game character, he told the women voice actors on the panel to cover their ears and he said, as long as it's a father and a little brother whose penis can't get hard, then it's okay. In short, he said that male characters can be added as long as their fathers are prepubescent boys. It was kind of a weird fucking thing to say, I guess. I don't know. Later, he took to Twitter to apologize. And I i don't know. It it seems really weird. It seems uh kind of an odd thing to say cuz it's supposed to be a game that's geared towards um people who are attracted to women, right? It's kind of like a, you know, um it's a it's a, you know, uh, what do you call it? A fan service game, you know what I mean? It there's nothing like super lewd about it or anything. It's just a, a game with a bunch of cute girls in it, you know, targeted towards uh people who are attracted to women and apparently adding male characters is a big fucking deal where people lose their shit. I don't know. And then he tried to say it's fine because it's a little kid who can't get hard. Don't worry about it. Like, I don't know. It was fucking, that was a weird response. It was just really weird, but I thought that was hilarious. Um, fuck idol shit though. That's the, that right there is enough of why it's stupid. <laughs> um, they're making a Riddick four, a fourth Riddick movie called Riddick Four furia, furia, to shoot in 2020 and it's going to see the, the trailer came out and it's going to be bringing Riddick to his home planet of Furia, uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, the Riddick story is pretty awesome. So, uh, the overwatch Halloween event has started and, uh, all of the Halloween skins have returned, including, uh, new skin from Ash, the warlock, skin for ash and um the scorpion Widowmaker, uh this the the demon hunter sombra um from diablo and the gorgon lucio and the demon orisa is pretty cool uh yeah so i mean it's it's pretty sweet um there's also a, a pharaoh uh, mummy like anna she looks like Imhotep. it's pretty sweet uh, that being said, I know there's a lot of people trying to, you know, uh, hold off on logging on to Overwatch due to whatever the controversy that I blew up about last week. You know, after I recorded that last week, I felt stupid about it. Um, I was kind of like, that was kind of dumb. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, so anyone who thought that was dumb, I apologize. Um, I don't think it's dumb that I, that I said what I, what I said. I just think it's dumb how, like, I was all like, oh, fuck you, fuck, suck my dick, you know, I could have been more mature about it, I think, um, and trying to leave an openness for discussion instead of just being open shot about it, um, but yeah, I don't know, I, I, I want some of these skins, honestly, um, but it's kind of weird, it's a weird situation, it's a weird situation going on right now, so, but let me know how you feel about that, I mean, honestly, I think a lot of us on our Discord are on the same page, kind of, about that, so it's like, eh, I don't know, you, you don't give your money to stuff you don't support, right, and obviously, every time I log in, they know that I'm still, like, whatever, you know what I mean, giving them support, and I don't want to show that, you know what I mean, that's just a personal thing for me, like, I'm not saying you guys, you guys can do whatever you want, you know, no big deal, but, I don't know, it's a weird thing, Riot Games, uh, they went ham, they announced, um, a new virtual card game, kind of looks like Hearthstone. I don't know, looks really weird. They announced a first-person shooter, a fighting game, um, esports stuff, a bunch of stuff. They, uh, um, a bunch of crap. Uh, an MMO, I think they announced also. Um, this shooter game, I don't know. It looks like it's called Project A. And it kind of looks like it might be uh, an Overwatch type, like a first-person MOBA, you know? Um, And the fighting game, I don't know. It it looks like it's supposed to be with League of Legends characters, too. Uh, I think everything is supposed to be set in League of Legends world, so I don't know. I personally, this is legit 100% a personal thing. Um, Well, also, it's, it's other stuff, too, but... I do not like Riot Games. Uh, I'm not going to... Don't worry. I'm not going to go into another fucking rant where I yell and say fuck you and all that. Um, but the, there's there's practices. There's business practices that they do and other stuff, how they treat their employees. That's really shitty. And uh, also, there's people that I don't happen to uh, support who work there. So, uh, it, yeah, it's a, it's a shame. But I that's me personally I don't fucking care if you guys fucking I mean obviously League of Legends is successful for whatever fucking reason you know um yeah dude I mean that's pretty cool though I'm interested to see the fighting game to be honest and see how that pans out in the fighting game community that's it for non-anime news let's get into the uh anime news um but first let's take a quick break Yay, check that out for me, okay? And also, links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Discord, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channels. And go to patreon.com slash anime Become a patron today. Basically, if you're a patron, you get exclusive stuff um, just for you guys. You get exclusive content, exclusive vlogs. We're going to start doing uh, patron-only casts. So only people who are patrons can listen to this feed of podcasts that we do. And, um, you get stuff before anyone else, you get the podcast as soon as it's being done, edited, before it's released, uh, on Thursdays, and all of that special stuff, okay, and just, you know, quality time, quality time, you know, it's awesome, we're having a good time, uh, Discord exclusive channels, things like that. So become a patron today, please, that'd be fucking awesome, you guys are amazing, Shout out to all the patrons that we have right now, you guys are fucking amazing, thank you so much. Um, let's get into the anime news, shall we? Uh for oh you know what one more thing I totally forgot to say this on the podcast too. We are doing the a rush reward um uh thing. So basically we want to get to 100 iTunes reviews or 100 podcast reviews. The moment we get to 100, we're going to do something big. We're going to do something fucking awesome for you guys. So tell your homies, if you haven't left an iTunes review yet, please leave one or leave a podcast review on, you know, any of your podcast on Spotify, wherever. OK, leave. A, when we get to 100 reviews, we're going to do some some awesome stuff. So please do that. OK, please, 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 please do it. Uh, Futaki, boys love manga service, adds 22 titles. So if you if you don't know what Futaki, is there a boys love manga service and uh they added 22 new titles they added uh uh Umara kunwa majimana iko Chika chan 2 pure love nostalgic um kacha x alliance logical Orion um some of these I've n- I don't think I've heard of many of these I've heard of tengoku in the hell I've heard of chica Chan and I've heard of logical Orion logical Orion I just heard about <laughs> like because I didn't I don't know what most of these are but for those of you who are into the BL, there you go. Uh, Netflix Cowboy BL production pauses after John Cho is injured on set. Apparently during filming, he hurt himself. Uh, the, un- the the injury is unspec- unspecified. They haven't said what it is. But they were filming in New Zealand, and apparently it was serious enough for John to require surgery and rehab. So that is that is pretty scary, um, you know, you, th- you think you're going in for a day of filming, and then you get hurt, and now you gotta get surgery, hopefully, he's okay, and hopefully, he, he'll want to come back to work, you know, obviously, um, if he's scared to go back to work, then it's like, they can't do it, right, but, um, so now, uh, it's, it's delayed, and we're gonna wait longer, honestly, I don't really care about that, I just care that he gets better, you know, fucking John Cho, I love John Cho, I think he's really awesome, so, Hopefully, he gets better, and, you know, we get to see that soon. Echo Project Zero Chronicle anime reveals 10 cast members. Zero Chronicle is another anime coming soon. It's going to be coming in April of 2020, so the spring season. It looks fucking amazing. Like, the design, it looks like some otherworldly angels and demons god shit. Like, I don't fucking know. But um, it will ad- adapt the Zero Chronicle Hajimari no Sumi first in prologue event that commemorated the game's third anniversary um oh so it's ba- based on the game okay that's pretty cool so i i don't i've never even heard of zero chronicle i don't even know sure echo project zero chronicle is the adaptation of colobal sure echo project smartphone game oh uh, well i've obviously i don't think that game is here in america but i mean the, the anime looks cool like i mean it, the character design looks really sweet so, there you go. There's some spring 2020 hype for you. Santa Company uh, <laughs> trailer. Uh, is This is a movie, okay? It's called Santa Company. And it revolves around Noel, a 12-year-old girl who despises Christmas. She has lived with her father ever since her parents divorced three years ago, but her father ends up busy at work every Christmas, and she cannot play with her friends from school. On a lonely Christmas Eve, Noelle takes her usual apartment complex elevator ride to her home, but when the doors open, she finds herself lost in a humongous factory owned by Santa Claus. Santa Claus has gone corporate as Santa Company, with the motto "faster, livelier, and secret delivery." The outfit takes orders and delivers top-notch presents to children in the utmost secrecy. Noelle meets some new friends, and together they take off in a sled to deliver presents. Uh yeah, that's I have no idea. <laughs> Um, it's not often that you see anime films that are centered around Christmas, uh, but you know, like there's Christmas episodes in anime, you know, like there's a love Hina Christmas special thing. And then there's, um, there's a bunch of the, the Nadesco actually has a Christmas episode. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's awkward. It's, I don't know. It looks kind of cute though. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks kind of cute. Um, Netflix adds the first 41 episodes of the 1986 Saint Seiya anime with a new English dub. Uh, That's crazy. I'm kind of excited to see that. I wonder if they left the original uh, U.S. opening, which is the flock of seagulls. uh, And I ran. I ran so far away. Like It's fucking funny, dude. I love it. After the Rains, Jun Miyazuki launches new manga on November 7th. This forty-six, this year's 46th issue of Weekly Young Jump magazine revealed on Thursday that manga creator Jun Miyazuki will launch a new manga entitled Kowloon Generic Romance in the magazine's 49th issue on November 7th. Ooh, that's kind of exciting. I wonder if we're going to get an anime of that too. After the Rain was cool. I liked After the Rain, so that might be cool. Four anime films have been submitted for animated feature Oscar. Um, that Studio 4C's Children of the Sea, Madhouse's Akko's Inn, Trigger's Promare, and Comics Wave films Weathering with You by Makoto Shinkai. And uh, yeah, Hiroyuki and Promare, Kitaro Kosaka's Akko's Inn, Ayumi Watanabe's Children of the Sea, all have been submitted for consideration for the Oscars. Other films that have been submitted that are animated include Abominable, The Adams Family, Angry Birds Movie Two, Another Day of Life, um, Buñuel, or Buñuel, in the Labyrinth of the Turtles, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, The Lego Movie Two, the Second Part, <laughs> Missing Link, Secret Light of Pets Two, The Swallows of Cobble, the This Magnificent Cake, Toy Story Four. Um, yeah, I. You know what? I hope. All of these get considered, and I hope all of them go in because we need more anime films in the Oscars. The Oscars are a joke, honestly, but this needs to happen. Like it fucking needs to happen, one hundred percent. Um, the Red Cross, they had a a thing. They were in the Red Cross in Japan. They did a collaboration with uh, Uh Uzaki Chan wants to hang out, and Uzaki Chan. I don't know if you've seen her, but she's got big boobies. Okay. Um, they did this little fucking... It's like this little poster that sat out outside of the clinic. And she's sitting there, like, all happy with her mouth wide open and her big boobs. And she's holding a tray of, like, um, a dessert and drinks. And somebody, like, tweeted it. This was a couple days ago. Somebody tweeted it in... I th- oh, Unseen Japan. That Their Twitter. They said, I admire the work Red Cross does. Which is why I'm disappointed that at JRCS at .pr in Japan... Would run a campaign using the over-sexualized Uzaki-chan. There's a time and place for this stuff. This isn't it. Hashtag women. Hashtag me too. Hashtag kutu. Okay, so I'm not here to get into the, the into any of that stuff. Of me too and whatever, okay? What I do want to talk about is, first of all, it's Japan, okay? Second of all, it's a character. Um, The character has big boobs. And, um, and, and also if the it, it, because of that, that, that picture, it actually got a lot of people to donate blood. And I don't know if you know about the crisis right now with blood, but we're running low. Like people in organizations are at red, it's red cross. Like they have said that they are running low on some of the rare bloods. Um, pretty damn low, okay. Um, blood is important, all right. It carries our oxygen throughout our fucking body, okay. It makes the stuff in our body go, and it 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 just seems really kind of backwards to. Um. It, you would rather criticize. Like, imagine being more mad about how they are getting people to donate blood than the fact that there's a legit blood crisis and that this is solving it. You know what I mean? Like, um, it, it also kind of is, is stupid that you would think that somebody with big breasts is a form of sexualization. Uh, what are you saying about the women out there who have big breasts then? That they're just walking sexual objects or something, like, that's really stupid, um, it sounded like you were trying to be, like, sensitive and whatever, but that's not how it came off, like, it, it, it's, it's pretty stupid, it's a pretty stupid tweet on Seen Japan, like, I mean, that is, that's dumb, it, people are going in a lot because of this sign of this character being with her big boobs out there and stuff, um, it just is like... I don't know. The the point is to get people to donate blood, and it's working. And it just kind of seems a little weird that you... Uh, would use those hashtags, especially. Um, it seems pretty... seems pretty dumb. Um, but yeah, her clothes weren't even revealing or nothing. She's wearing a shirt with an apron. Um it's intended to draw young people to donate blood so if the drawing serves its intended purpose then there shouldn't be an issue and also artistic expression you know it the the cover is identical to the manga's third volume cover you know the the poster i mean and you know the existence of large breasts isn't equal sexualization that's that's all i'm saying i don't know it, it seems like kind of a weird hill to die on is all i'm saying but Either way, Uzaki Chain is really fucking cute, and she got people to donate blood, and we're in a blood crisis right now, so that's really fucking, you know, good for that. Anyway, sorry, I'm sick of the serious stuff. We're going to get away from that from now on. Um, Mashin Euden Watsuru Franchise Gets Animated Promo Video. Anime Studio Sunrise and Bandai Spirits, Tamashii Nation's Toy Brain, announced on Wednesday that the Mashin Euden Watsuru Franchise is getting a new project titled Mashin Euden Watsuru Shichi Tamashi no... Ryu Jinmaru with an animated promotional video that will debut the Tamashi nation 2019 event. Um, it looks like some kind of big robot show. I don't, it doesn't really say much. It, the center, story centers around elementary school boy, Watsu Igusabe He aids a crisis in another world fighting against the evil King Dokuda together with Ryu Jinmaru and his friends. I think Ryu Jinmaru is this big robot. And it looks like a S like a super deformed robot, like an SD robot. Um, it kind of looks like them robots from uh, Grand Belm, that new anime that just happened last season. Um, they are cool, though. The design looks cool. It, it, it definitely looks like a kid's big robot show, but it does look cool. So that's coming out next year. Disgaea 4 Complete Plus Games English gameplay trailer streamed. NIS America began streaming an English trailer for the release of Disgaea 4 Complete for the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 on Tuesday. If you've never played Disgaea four, you honestly should. It's it's a pretty good entry in the series, in my opinion. I think it's better than two or three. Um, it's called Disgaea four: A Promise Unforgotten, and it revolves around the character Valvatorez, and he is a vampire demon who used to be extremely powerful and feared, and to however, due to a promise to a human not to drink blood. He's been reduced to uh, a teacher in, in, in Hades, the world he lives in. Um, so, yeah, he kind of... He it he, he used to be really powerful, but then he's he's not anymore because he stopped drinking blood. But um, the game is actually really fucking cool. Um, the characters in it are very awesome. So I definitely recommend you play Disgaea 4. Playing it on the Switch would probably be the best way, honestly, now that the Switch lights out. It's definitely one of those games where you can turn on do a couple missions, you know, a couple fights, and then turn off. You know what I mean? It's pretty sweet. guy is a sweet series. You honestly should play it for sure. Uh, Crunchyroll joins forces with Webtoon for new animated content. Crunchyroll announced on Tuesday that it is paired up with digital publisher Webtoon to bring new original animated content to the streaming service. The new animated projects will be based on Webtoon's own property catalog. Um, they, there's many manga inspired comics on there, uh, Lore Olympus by Rachel Smith, True Beauty by Yao, Yao Ngi, Ngi, I think I said that wrong, Yao, Yao Ngi, Unordinary by Uru Chan, I Love You by Kim Chi, and Sub-Zero by Juniper, um, there's a bunch of awesome comics on there, and they're pretty fi- they're pretty big, you know what I mean, so they got a lot of following, they're pretty cool. Uh, Rikai Gakoi ni Ochita no de Shome Shitemita TV anime reveals January premiere is going to be winter 2020. And the anime centers around Ayame Himuro Himuro and Shinya Yukimura, two scientists who are in love with each other. They want to prove that they're in love. Love can be scientifically proven, quantified, and expressed factually. I think I mentioned this actually uh, a couple months ago. I mentioned this when they first announced it. Um, But they just released a new key visual for the actual anime and a trailer. So you can go watch that. Um, The English title, you can search it on YouTube, is Science Fell in Love, So I Tried to Prove It. And it's a rom-com. And it looks really cute, honestly, and the animation looks pretty dope. So that's pretty sweet. Pokemon franchise gets new manga on November 15th. After Korokoma Manga Magazine ended their Pokemon manga, they announced on Tuesday that the next Pokemon franchise will have a new manga, simply titled Pocket Monsters, that will debut in the magazine's next issue on November 15th. The magazine did not reveal the author or authors or artists for the manga. Kosaku and Okubo's similarly titled Pocket Monsters manga ended in the same issue after 23 years of serialization. So, it's going to be a new a new thing, man. Let's, let's see what it is. I'm excited. I'm excited for new Pokemon everything right now. The new anime is going to have two Fucking characters, main characters, Ash and the new kid. It's going to be sweet. Macross Delta's Kenji Yasuda directs Space Battleship Yamato 2205 anime. The official website for the Star Blazer Space Battleship Yamato 2202 anime film revealed more staff members of the Ushu Senka Yamato 2205, 2205 Adotanaru Tabadachi. So that's pretty sweet. It's going to be a sequel to Space Battleship Yamato A New Journey. So, that's pretty... If you're into this, I, I mean... I've never seen any of Space Battleship Yamato. I really should. Um, but, yeah. Yamato 2202 is a sequel itself. And then 2205, A New Journey, is a sequel to that. So, and then uh, 2202 is a sequel to 2099... Or 2199. So, yeah, dude. I gotta watch these. Sh- I gotta watch these. I, I really should watch these. Um, I love... Like space i love like these um the series done by uh this guy like a fucking i love it man like because this is a guy who also did um leiji matsumoto that's his fucking name god damn it fucking forgot his name for a minute but uh galaxy express and captain harlock so i really need to get on that shaft makes tv anime for ozone's assault lily doll franchise The official Twitter for the Assault Lily Project announced on Sunday that the studio Shaft is producing the new television anime Assault Lily Bouquet. The Assault Lily Project is a mixed-media franchise based on the the 112-scale action dolls and figures conceived by the doll maker Azone International. Um, Yeah, these are cute. These are cute as fuck. There's cute girls doing action-y things, and I think that's really exciting that we're going to get an anime. The project's website describes the story... um, <clears throat> Excuse me. On Earth in the near future, humanity faced imminent destruction from mysterious giant creatures known as Huge. The entire world unites against the Huge and successfully develops weaponry known as Charm, counter Huge arms. By combining science and magic, Charm exhibits high rates of synchronization with teenage girls, and the girls who use Charm are viewed as heroes called Lilies. Throughout the world, garden military academies are established to train Lilies. To face the huge and to serve as bases to protect and guide people. This is a story about fighting girls who aim to become lilies at one such garden. So yeah, cute girls fighting, doing action things. It's kind of like Symphogear. gear. So, hell yeah. Studio Dean to co-produce Sailor Moon Eternal, two-part anime film project with Toei. The official website for Bishoujo, Senshi, Sailor Moon, Eternal. A new two part anime film project for Sailor Moon opened on Thursday and is listing that studio Dean is an animating film alongside Toy Animation. The first film will open in Japan in twenty twenty and then the one after they will announce afterwards. But that's pretty fucking cool, man. That's pretty cool. New Sailor Moon. We were talking about dude the uh, just so seriously, um, the discussion in our Discords today were on our, our one Discord sorry, not Discord, Discord. Um, were awesome. And we talked about Sailor Moon, we talked about um, gender identity and sexuality and a bunch of stuff today. Like I love you guys, all of you guys in the discord. Like I, I, lo- I mean, I love all my listeners. So whether you're in the discord or not, but the the people today in the discord talking, um, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, hell yeah. We were talking about sailor moon and who was the hottest sailor's count and stuff. It was funny. Um, under night in birth, exe late CLR game launches for PS4 switch. In North America on February 20th, 2020. Uh, this is the latest Undernight and Birth entry, and it's pretty exciting. It's going to be a PS4 and Switch. I'm probably going to get it for PS4. I'm not really going to be playing fighting games on the Switch, I don't think. But hell yeah, dude. Under Night and Birth is a pretty sweet game. I tried to play Undernight and Birth EXE late the other day, and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! card game now has over 10,000 unique cards. The Yu-Gi-Oh! official card game has produced over 10,000 unique cards as of October 2019. To celebrate the occasion, the franchise has launched a special website, Twitter campaign, and events in Osaka, Nagoya, and Tokyo. The card game is also celebrating its 20th anniversary in Japan. Cards from the game will be displayed at Osaka's Grand Front from October 21st to 24th. ...at Nagoya's Oasis 21 from November 5th to 7th. Um, In addition, 100 copies of a secret version of the Kanan Sword Mistress card... ...will be given out for the Twitter campaign. Users must follow the Yu-Gi-Oh! underscore OCG underscore info account... ...and tweet the name of a card they have memories about with the hashtag. And there's Japanese words there. I don't know if anyone can just enter this Twitter campaign... Um, but they're only printing 100 of this card. So you can imagine that if somebody gets a hold of it, I mean, that's going to be pretty rare. That is pretty exciting. That is pretty exciting. I love that. Um, Stay Cool Kobayashi-san, a River City Ransom story game, launches on November 7th. Arc System Works America announced on Thursday that it will release the Stay Cool Kobayashi-san, a River City Ransom story game, a spinoff of River City Ransom. Series digitally for the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PC via Steam, November 7th. The company describes the game as a time-traveling beat-em-up set in the Kunio Kun universe. The 2D game for one or two players has an all-new story. The game features an open-ended fighting system and multiple story endings. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anything River City Ransom, man. I want to see a River City Ransom anime, for God's sakes. Like, oh my God, that'd be so sick. That would be super cool! Oh my God, I love River River City Ransom. I love it. Um, Shonen Magazine R switches to digital only new monthly schedule. I don't know if anyone here is sub to that, so I don't know why I said that. But Shonen Magazine R is switching to digital only. So if there is anybody there who, who out there who who does use that, it's going digital only. So there you go. Uh, that that has a little bit to do with kind of the the thing I want to talk about at the end, things that are going digital only. You know, so that's kind of interesting that that came up. Infinite Dendogram, dendrogram, anime reveals, promo video trailer, January premiere, Infinite Dendrogram. This looks pretty cool. Um, it's another game world anime. Um, I wouldn't say maybe E.C. maybe not. I don't know, but it, it's, it's this is the premise right here. In the year 2043. Infinite Dendrogram, the world's first successful full-dive VR MMO, was released. In addition to its ability to perfectly simulate the five senses, along with its many other amazing features, the game promised to offer players a world full of infinite possibilities. Nearly two years later, soon-to-be college freshman Raging Mukudori is finally able to buy a copy of the game and start playing. With some help from his experienced older brother Shu and his partner Embryo, Reiji embarks on an adventure into the world of infinite dendrogram. Just what will will he discover and encounter in this game world known for its incredible realism and infinite possibilities. So, I don't know, maybe he gets into some shit. I can tell you right now, though, that there's a bare-faced Johnson character who is, like, really tall and fat with, um... With uh gauntlet boots and gauntlet arm arm gauntlets, so this anime is automatically ten out of ten. I don't even need to watch it. Spareface Johnson. Uh, number twenty four rugby anime adds seven cast members. Uh, number twenty four is the new anime coming out, and it's man the art style is just um, immaculate. It's, it's amazing. Um, it it looks like it's a cute boys doing rugby, and hot boys doing rugby, and it looks they all the fucking characters look super fucking handsome and adorable and i i might watch it just because there also there's kind of a um a bigger character too who's also kind of handsome but he's kind of like a you know he's kind of a more heavier set kind of character and i appreciate that like there's so many men often get shamed for not you know looking like like oh they don't have the dad bod or they don't have the 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 gym body you know and it, it it's nice to see kind of like a big bigger heavy set character in anime who also looks like pretty handsome and doesn't look fucking dorky looking you know what i mean like Yajirobe in dragon ball um and you know like men often get body shamed like that too and it's just fucking stupid uh power fantasy bullshit and i think it looks cool that looks fucking awesome i'm excited to watch that Lupin the 3rd gets new TV anime special on November 29th. Uh, The special will focus on Lupin's gang infiltrating the kingdom of Durante in order to rescue a famous gentleman thief from imprisonment. Meanwhile, the best thieves from around the world converge on the country. The special will take a more comedic tone of the second Lupin the 3rd series, the Red Jacket series is what they call it. So, uh, dude, I'm excited for more Lupin. What the fuck? Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's talk about my opinion of the piece at the end here. So I'm going to start this opinion piece with some some news, okay? They announced this thing called the Analog Pocket. My voice is getting really hoarse right now because I'm still, like, got an irritating throat and coughing and shit. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> the Analog Pocket. And do you guys remember? It was probably in the beginning of summer on the newscast I talked about the polymega which was like this console that you buy and you change out the adapters on the front of it and it plays like different uh cartridges depending on what adapter you have in the front like there's a there's a cd drive in it right and then on the on the on the on the top part you can change the adapter out to play like super nintendo sega whatever right um that's the Polymega, right, um, emulating console. They announced this new console called the Analog Pocket, and it basically looks like this, like, Slim Jim, almost, like, really slick, kind of iPhone-looking uh, Game Boy Pocket is almost what it looks like, um, except with four buttons instead of two, and there's left and right trigger buttons as well. Um... You are supposed to be able to play um, Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket, uh, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Neo Geo Pocket, uh, Game Gear, and uh, Atari Lynx. Those are all the games you're supposed to be able to play on it. So this, like the Polymega, you switch out the back of it to accommodate... um, the different types of portable consoles. So there's one for the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Then there's one for the Neo Geo, one for the Game Gear, and one for the Atari Lynx. And I just thought it was really cool. It's going to be $200. It's supposed to come out in 2020. Um, it doesn't say when 2020. It just says it's shipping out in 2020. You can pre-order them right now. It's pretty slick. It's pretty slim. It's got a charging station you can put on it. LCD screen, uh, 3.5-inch, first-in-class, 615 PPI LCD screen with a 1600 by 1440 resolution, 10 times the resolution of the original Game Boy. Um, So the reason I bring this up is you guys know, especially on the Discord, you guys know that I've been kind of... um, snapchatting and being telling you guys about my latest hobby which is um fixing and modding old portable consoles um I used to collect portable consoles a lot and then I kind of just stopped um back in like back in like 2015 or 2014 I stopped um I didn't have money you know I didn't get a job I was jobless for a while and then I got a job in 2015 and I I just hadn't i hadn't collected since um it was only like this past like year like this like at the beginning of sp- like end of spring beginning of summer i started collecting portables again so like uh, actually some of you guys on the discord so actually some of my patrons be- even before they were patrons though um you send me stuff um shout out to sen uh and shout out to sean you guys are amazing for sending me stuff sending me portables And, um, and also shout out to the owner who also offered to send me a Game Boy today. Um, I got to DM him later. He's amazing. He's, he's also a patron now too, which is awesome. Um, yeah, no, a lot of you have like offered to send me portable consoles to fix just just to have for my collection. I have a huge collection. I have a bunch of Game Boys, Game Boy Advances, DSs, um, uh, anyway, that's beside the point. The point is I saw this. Um, they tagged I think Sean posted it and then he tagged me in it. And then, uh, Ed, a raging Aztec DM'd it to me also. And it was, it was, I was like, I was floored. I was like, hell yeah, this looks fucking cool. Like, you know, I, I would even love to have it just for, um, the Neo Geo pocket. You know what I mean? Cause the Neo Geo pocket color, um, those are a little bit harder to repair. There's not a lot of modders out there who know how to get parts for it yet. So like, I would love to have it just to play Neo Geo pocket color games, you know, and maybe I I think, let me see, let me scroll and see. I don't know if they said there was going to be like an AV HDMI out option, Um, but you can connect controllers to it. Oh, look at this right here. I found, I just found it, play your pocket on the big screen, put your pocket into, into dock and it outputs directly into your H. So there's a dock like the switch and it, it goes directly into your, your HDTV and then you can plug in a controller. Uh, Via Bluetooth, so that's that's pretty cool, right? Like, there's got to be a way where you can hook up a capture card or something to it, right? I mean, that's pretty awesome, and it comes in white and black. The reason that I'm bringing this up and talking an opinion piece about it is because this stuff is important to me. It's important. Physical media is important. Um, Just like I mentioned earlier, how that magazine is going to digital. When magazines started doing that, and this was like this was. It's been a while now, actually, like it was started like six, seven years ago, where a lot of magazines and things like that were going to digital, you know, Netflix went fully digital. Um, I don't think they do the mail DVD mail in Blu-ray service anymore. Um, I think they're all just purely streaming now. And I, I, I like to collect retro things. I like to collect old toys, old consoles. I like to fix them. I like to collect old electronic toys um, vinyl records I love, and vinyl records and cassette tapes are making a comeback now because of the the DIY hardcore scene, the metalcore scene, like they're all reprinting vinyl, and vinyl has been making a comeback ever since like four or five years ago. They've been making a comeback, and that is just awesome. You know, actually probably before that, six, seven years ago now, I think I was buying quote-unquote new vinyl records like six, seven years ago. And now my vinyl record's huge now, you know what I mean? Like, collection is huge now. I love vinyl records. I love that stuff. I love that they're making a comeback. Like, and I'm a sucker for nostalgia, right? Like, Nick will fucking tell you. Like, he fucking makes fun of me for it all the time. But the reason why people are suckers for nostalgia, and maybe I shouldn't speak on behalf of all nostalgia suckers. Maybe I'm just speaking on behalf of myself. But maybe they can relate. Is because we want to hang on to that stuff. We want to keep that physical media alive because it's art, man. Like that's that's seriously like these cartridges. Like this Mega Man cartridge I'm holding in my hand is fucking art. Okay, like there's a there's a label on the front. It's got Mega Man on it. He's shooting his little Mega Buster, and it's got the logo. Someone drew that. Someone designed that. And you you have it to play it. You know what I mean? Like. I don't even know what I'm saying right now, but like, I really think that, and even though the poly mega is not super, I don't know if, how successful that is. Um, I don't know how many people bought it or whatever. You know, a, a lot of people just emulate stuff nowadays. You know, they don't bother buying stuff like this, but I think it's important that there are companies out there that care enough to make stuff like this um, because one day, Um, I just received a a Game Boy DMG uh, Play It Loud Green Edition in the mail today that I got on eBay, and um, it's got a lot of work that needs to be done on it. Um, I'm holding it right now. I don't know if you can hear me pressing the buttons on the microphone. Um, But one day, 20 years from now, I don't even know if this motherboard is going to be still working. This thing is already over 20 years old and the fact that it still turns on is amazing, you know. Um but I want to be able to keep this stuff alive. I think we all should. I want to be able to tell there, there there's going to be history books written about this stuff, you know, like like oh, back when 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 I was your age to watch Dragon Ball Z, to watch all the Freezer saga, I had to use 10 different VHS tapes and rewind them all when I was done. You know what I mean? Like like it's it's going to be like <laughs> I I I want to be that. Like I want that. I don't I don't know. I I I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, a fucking. Maybe I'm just a fucking hipster grandma. I don't know. Maybe your girl's tripping. But I think this stuff is important. I think um. I think physical things are important. So there's a lot of work that goes into making things that are physical. You know, and uh, I think I need to do better about keeping that stuff alive you know just talking about it is fun right but we should all be able to like that's why i love it like when when zayla and sen or whoever else in the discord uh sean the owner and uh a bunch of you all of you guys are always talking about oh yeah just wormy like he just bought like a figure you know um that stuff's awesome you know buying stuff to support you should buy stuff to support stuff and i think we should keep physical consoles and stuff like that alive uh so basically what i'm saying is fuck the stadia the thing is stupid uh that thing is gonna fail fuck it it's gonna be dumb and yeah i don't know keep physical stuff alive that's all i'm saying um anyway i hope you enjoyed um the newscast i love you guys every week you guys listen and you are supporting me and Danny and Nick, and uh, I love that. I love it so much. Thank you so much. Uh, go to links.ms.net. You can find everything right there. Hope you enjoyed this week's newscast. Let me know how you feel about any of the stuff I talked about today on the Discord, on Twitter, if you want. And, uh, yeah, that being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.